you're tuning into. You're now tuning into Codename Zizi. Basil, get off your phone. I'm not on my phone. So. As you're scrolling. Scrolling and scrolling. How, how, does, how do you know? Anyway. Welcome back, everyone. Hello, guys, and welcome <laughs> back to the Pool de Cost. Yes, what? Okay, I'm Tyrone. And I am Wendy Williams. Thank you so much for being here. Say it like you mean it. Woo woo. Grab a snack, come on back. And yep. let's get ready. I'm, I'm going to go there. Okay, <laughs> this is Codename Z. The podcast. Okay. All right, so hope you all had a phenomenal new year. We're like, what? What's this? Week three of the new year? No, it's not three. It's like two. <clears throat> No, we're on. This is, is week three. Yeah, this is week three now. Oh my god, January <laughs> is just going. Right. Okay, never mind. My goodness. Yeah, we're week three, twenty twenty three, and it's already trash. It's been amazing. You got to think positive. No, yeah, I'm good. Positivity will carry you through the new year like a light. I don't know about all that. And you will achieve all your dreams, aspirations, and goals. All right, Beyonce. (laughs) Anyway, before we get started, I actually have a surprise for you. Excuse me. Thank you. I have a surprise for you. Yes. So, I ran across a TikTok, and I'm going to play it. Oh, gosh. No. (laughs) I don't. And I went to to us both. Now, mind you, I saw it. I I didn't go through the whole thing. So, even I don't know the most ending of it. But I wanted to. You'll see. I'm going to play it real quick for everybody. So, everyone, this is a new thing. I don't trust thing. this. I don't trust you pass the bar exam without studying? Let's take some practice questions. Good night. Nope. And, of course, none of this is legal advice. Please consult an attorney that practices in your jurisdiction. Is this supposed to be an impromptu you're quiz? Yes. You're annoying. I want to hear the answer. My no. sister lived with her brother, who was an alcoholic. When drunk, the brother often became violent and physically abused his sister. As I a result, the sister question. always lived in fear. One night, the sister heard her brother on the front stoop making loud, obscene remarks. The sister was certain that her brother was drunk and was terrified that he would, that she would be physically beaten again. In her fear, she bolted the front door and took out a revolver. When the brother discovered that the door was bolted, he kicked it down. As the brother burst through the front door, his sister shot him four times in the chest, killing him. In fact, the brother was not under the influence of, of alcohol or any drug and did not intend to harm his sister. At trial, the sister presented the above facts and asked self-defense. the judge to instruct the jury on self-defense. How should the judge instruct the jury with respect to self-defense? A. Give the self-defense instruction because it expresses the defense's theory of the case. B. Give the self-defense instruction because the evidence is sufficient to raise the defense. C. Deny the self-defense instruction because the sister was not in imminent danger from her brother. D. Deny the self-defense instruction because the sister used excessive force. You want to pause it? I don't know if he gives the answer. I, th- I don't know if he gives the answer, actually. I don't oh, he doesn't? It. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I, never, I, didn't he, watch the, okay. I, I thought he would at the end, so I didn't want to say anything. Right. Okay. First of all, <laughs> it goes state by state, so I don't like this Barzam code, because what Barzam <laughs> jurisdiction are we in? I don't know. But um, <laughs> I would definitely say A or B. It's not... It's definitely not C. I think C said to not, don't give the um, jury instruction because her life was, first of all, one of the major elements of self-defense is that you had to believe that your life was in imminent 
yeah. harm. Like it had to be immediate. It couldn't be like my life in 10 minutes would be. It had to be imminent and immediate. So it wouldn't be proper for the judge. If there is any inkling that a jury could find that she was, you can't just deny giving the jury instruction because you made the determination that it wasn't it. That's a question for the jury. It's a, so it's definitely A or B. I would go with B because the facts raised, I believe, are sufficient to where it's proper for a jury to determine whether they believe her life was an imminent harm. I would say B. I don't know. You would say B? Mm-hmm. I, 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 just, I just clicked it just to make sure. B was the right answer. So oh, look at you! Oh, look okay. At... I was Give gonna, me my pass. I was going to either say... <laughs> I was going to maybe say D because the sister lived with the brother. So I was kind of like, you mm-hmm. locked him out of his own house. So, I mean, he used excessive force to get inside of his because that's his home. Right. So that's the, that's the first thing that came across my mind. But I was mm-hmm. like, if you do think. So I was either between A, B, or D. Right. Because I was like, I can see where we're going for. But I'm also like, mm-hmm. girl, that's a, it's not your house. So, like, you locked him out. So, of course, you'd be like, kicking my damn door down. Right. How dare you lock me out of my own house? <laughs> Right. But I can see. So yeah. that was that was, I was gonna do that. Because the fine. thing is that that question was trying to trick you because the last two answers were trying to get at whether it actually was self defense. A jury yeah. instruction you don't you you don't determine whether you're gonna give a jury instruction whether or not it's actually a plausible defense. Like a jury instruction just gives the jury the elements of the defense and then they go in the back and determine whether so those last two things are things that the jury would weigh in their mind from the jury instruction, if that makes sense. Mm, okay. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you for that. That just gave me confidence. No, we shouldn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, I was on TikTok, and I was like, why am I, why am I on long talks? And I was like, <laughs> so I saw this, I'm like, I'm going to save it so I can bring it back later and put it in the podcast. Right. So well, look at you fun. passing the bar, and I passed thank it as well, you. so thank you. We're both lawyers. Legally. <laughs> I've been appointed by Judge Judy. Thank you. First of all, Judge. Oh, my. You're now a lawyer. Speaking of Judge, I was just watching last week. It's just, I've been watching these YouTube compilations of, like, her most wildest moments. Or her oh, cursing. no. Judge Judy be cursing she people is out, and bitch. I love it. Because she, told, she literally told this woman that she is the reason... Why people should have to take an exam to be parents because she's a moron. I'm like, geez. I love Judge Judy so much. You see the one clip of the white guy? She was like saying, like, you hit his car. He was like, like, sitting with like, oh, yeah. Open. He was like, and then she was just like, <laughs> <laughs> they like, she really let the intrusive thoughts come through. <laughs> oh my God. This one lady, and first of all, people, this is why we tell witnesses just don't do too much talk. Like, this one girl talked herself right into the... Th- anyway, it was a dispute about a car accident. I'm making short. The one girl said that the lady hit her. The defendant said that the plaintiff hit her. Mm. When the plaintiff gave the photos, you could see pretty much there was damage on the side of the plaintiff's car. And it was damage on the front of the defendant's car. So the judge was like, 
You can clearly see from these photos, you hit her. Like, there was a forward impact from you. She going to say, your honor, I did not. First of all, I, she was like, you hit the side of her car. She was like, I did not hit the side of her car. She was like, these photos didn't, um, you hit the side of her car. Here go the defendant. I did not hit, I hit the front of her car. She going to talk about exactly case. <laughs> just for the plaintiff. She going to talk, no, I meant where the alleged hit. I'm like, no, girl. She just really, like, movie Jew. Well, like, you got no, did you see, there was, there was this one. Um, where the guy like the girl was claiming that he stole her purse or whatever, mm-hmm. and Judge he was like, you know, like tell me what what was inside the purse, and mm-hmm. she was like going over a thing, and the guy was like, you know, on his like I didn't steal it type time and everything, right? And she said something, and she was like five hundred dollars in cash and something like this, and maybe a watch, and the guy was like, there's no watch, Judge, and then Judge was like, <laughs> oh, perfect. Uh, anyway, right? Like, but how do you know? The how you know there was no watch in there? You know what? Cause she's like, yeah, it was like five hundred dollars in cash. This a watch, my wallet. There's no watch, judge. And she was like, oh, perfect uh, for the for the plaintiff. <laughs> like, what the like? What is your problem oh with my you? God. Why would you say that out loud? Right. Like the amount of things. So you know, I spent some time at the public defender's office, and one thing I would do was be in court like often, listening to a whole bunch of cases and hearings, and like the amount of incriminating evidence sometimes that the prosecution would get. That came directly from the defendant themselves. It's just ridiculous. Like it's just like, like why? Like that's like why because me and my mom used to be so used to like to watch those like you know like live PD and stuff like that. Uh huh. And it's like when people like you get pulled over because you ran a red light and like they're like hey you ran a red light okay you can search the car I'm got no drugs in it shut up. Because you know you have drugs in here. There's no drugs in that back compartment. Like, like okay, you know, now I'm going to look in the back compartment. Not, like, like, when it's talking to a police officer, you know, you're not pulling the whole thing where you're like, oh, I'm going to do reverse psychology. If I tell them there are no drugs in the car, they'll be like, oh, he's so you honest. You think they're going to fall for that? Like, and be like, for real. They're like, they're like, the first thing is, oh, there's no drugs in here. Okay, cool. How would you step out the vehicle? <laughs> so let me just test it out since you are just so adamant about that. Oh, my gosh. And, it, and oh, my gosh. You know one thing that we have? Of course, I can't give any names or anything, even though these are already adjudicated cases, but yeah, still, no, no, I'm no, not no, going to give any names or nothing. Sued. But the amount, the way prison calls have defendants in a chokehold, when you, this, okay, this is a, just Didn't a PSA. Yes, PSA. You know when you pick up that phone, and if you're in prison, and it says, these calls are recorded and monitored. Yeah, it's just not just like a blanket statement. Yeah, they're not just saying that for fun. So if you are on a prison call saying, I know what I did and I deserve my punishment, and then you want to go fight it and fight your innocence for your innocence in court, maybe that call wasn't a good thing to have in existence. So if you're on the prison call, just assume, pretend like if you're talking, even if it's your mom and you're talking to them on the prison phone, just pretend like you're talking to a prosecutor or a police officer or an investigator because... Everything you say can be used to them. And another thing, say no to the blow. We'll talk about that another time. Say no to the that blow. sounds very bad, but I'm gonna leave that there on that cliffhanger oh, so you can know right. so you can wanna know what I mean. <laughs> well Jeez. <laughs> My goodness. All okay, right. let's talk about our first of all, this is about to be a heavy segue. Like Yeah, this is a crazy segue to this. But anyway. Well there there have been some people who got arrested in fraternity. Oh, that that hap- that has happened because of improper hazing. People have been oh, arrested. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of the hazing, some some of your hazing is just weird. Right. So it's today's episode was really about real that. hazing, not the hazing y'all see on the sites. On the sites, uh, you shut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's just called sexual assault. <laughs> 
But a lot of them. Okay, we're gonna get to talk about. We're gonna talk about that. We'll jump in there. Okay, so today we're gonna talk about. Oh, go ahead. No, go you go ahead. Okay, cool. No, so go ahead because you you know more about this than it because you did your research. I didn't. So go ahead. So today's I did no research. I'm gonna be honest. We're talking about fraternities and sororities. I mean, there's no research. We're not gonna be talking. You know you get, but you know they don't play that. Oh yeah, they don't. They do don't that. play. You can't say that. I can't if you do die. that. Mm-mm. I can't do it. What are the, uh, the cues we do? They they be barking. Yeah. What's, <laughs> what's the one with the tongue? I think that's the cues. That's too. the cues too. You doing the tongue? Yeah, I think so. I'm not gonna say, but please. I don't know. Okay, but um, I'm gonna call the person we know and be like, "What do y'all do?" <laughs> but um, so that's our topic today because I feel like there always has been a lot of conversation. About for um fraternities and sororities. No, first of all, no, no. Tell them the real reason why you brought this up. Because we, we oh, didn't, the real we reason. didn't know how many founders. Okay, Day I there was confused are. about founders' Day. So if anybody's listening, y'all know what's going yeah, on. Can with you these please educate Cause me? Because how many founders' days y'all get a year? Because I don't know, and it maybe is just because I know a lot of people in different fraternities and sororities, and maybe because they also post about other organizations' founders' days. But I don't know. I was just telling Basil. I feel like. I see some of my friends talking about Founders Day 25 times a year. And I'm like, wait a minute. How many? Fa- I know it shouldn't only be one Founders Day. So I'm like, I don't know if time just moves fast and it comes back up again. Or are there multiple Founders Day? Yeah, so there's like different days. I was looking at really for like the hold on because I like the Founders Day. Because I was day confused. For like the because I don't know all these people. But um, for the Alpha Kappa Alphas. Mm-hmm. January fifteenth, and then the Zeta Zeta Phi Betas. Yeah, so each fraternity has, has a, a different, different day. one. Yeah, I, I just saw it. And I don't remember what the day was, but I January sixteenth. Like, right. So it's like okay, so right afterwards, because I'm like I feel like I hadn't heard nothing about the Zetas. Right. That's still like a fraternity. Because I don't think I know anybody that's in. Because see, the thing is, I felt like I saw the same people that I know talking about Founders Day. Five different times within the year, but I'm like, okay, maybe it's maybe they're saying Happy Founders Day just to like people that they know that are in other organizations, but maybe sometimes they don't like fully name that, or I don't know what fraternity or sorority they're actually in, so it makes it seem like I see that same person celebrating Founders Day five times, but really <laughs> it's not their own Founders. I don't know. It was just something because. Also, with okay, so going further than that, what sparked me to want to do, like I told Biz, I'm like, I think this will be actually a good topic is because I don't know much about fraternities and sororities, except like from people that I know that are in them or part of the organizations. But that's because my school, Connecticut College, didn't have any sort of Greek life. Mm-hmm. And Connecticut College didn't have any Greek life because they didn't believe in Greek life. Not believe, I guess, didn't be, don't believe is like a strong word to say but well, like yeah, I guess they, kind of, they didn't really support the yeah they idea. didn't really support because their ideology was that while they know that there is a lot of good that greek life or greek organizations can bring they feel like there's a lot of separation that can happen especially for a campus like mine that was so small they pretty much felt like there's already so much stuff in life that caused separation and elitism that sometimes greek life can morph into that even if that's not the primary purpose they feel like there's a lot of negative repercussions and i'm like i do understand i don't know i see a lot of good that fraternities and sororities do especially black ones because 
that like brotherhood and sisterhood, especially back in the day during times where like people couldn't pledge to white Greek life and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I see the aspect of like brotherhood and sisterhood and they do a lot for the community as well. So I see a lot of the positives, but sometimes I will admit I do hear stories about a lot of negatives. So I do, I can understand why uh college's administration would decide we rather not even go down that rabbit hole because I think my mom was telling me something about just recently um, a lot of students got arrested because one of the fraternities had this hazing ritual where someone would have to go blindfolded and walk through the forest. Oh. And if they got off track, the other guys would beat them and kick them and beat them. And at okay. one point they kicked the guy and he just fell out, passed out. And them being scared, they kept trying to wake him up for hours before they finally took hours before they finally took him to oh, a doctor. Man. And it turns out he had internal bleed in and stuff. So they must have beat him that hard. So that's the thing. You hear stories like this, and it's just kind of like, first of all, how is this supposed to be a brother? Because why would you want to? If someone I, is, I don't want to be friends with nobody that bad. <laughs> Exactly. Hate to say it. And that's my primarily issue my primary issue with it too is when and I know it's not every chapter of the organizations, that's not a lot of times with the organizations support, but we can't lie and say horrible hazing and pledging practices don't exist sometimes in these organizations mm-hmm. and I just personally don't understand that because if this is about to be someone that's about to be your brother or sister, why would you treat them like that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like this, like positive, it, it gets to the point know. where it's like a little bit too far. Like, so you know, Millersville, we had fraternities and sororities on campus mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And um, for the most part, I mean, I didn't really know too many of them because I was never really interested in joining a fraternity. So like, right, I right. had like a few people who I knew that were in them. Right, one of my old professors, she was um in a like a sorority back when you know she was in school and she still like repped it, you know, current day, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, I know, like, some of the practices I saw for them, like, there was one we had to shave your head, which I was like, yeah, I would never be able to join into that fraternity because right. I'm not shaving my head for nobody. It's like... Um, you know, you're not going to hit me with a paddle. That's not going to work. Um, <laughs> That's not going to work. You know, it's like, it's little things where it's like, I'm just, it's not going to, like, I'm not about to, every time I see you, we got to go get in line and do this little thing. Listen, I'm, I was too lazy for a fraternity, okay? I was not right. doing all this. Every time you see somebody, you got to do this dance. I'm, no, nah, I'm no. good. But I know, so I didn't know too much about, too much about the male uh, fraternities that much because, well, fraternity is male, so male fraternity. Yeah. But, like, I didn't know too much about the fraternities too much. I I just knew that they, you know, they were a thing. Right. Um, I knew a little bit more about the, the, um, the female. Sororities. Sorority. Mm -hmm. I couldn't think of the name for a second. (laughs) I knew a little bit about the sororities because I had friends who were, like, actively, like, I had a friend who was, like, actively trying to get into a sorority, so she was kind of, like... Which I think she wasn't supposed to, but she was like telling us like some of the stuff right. that she had to do, and I mean, most of it was just like not too embarrassing, but like I know at one point there was a certain sorority where, so in Millersville we had colored plates in mm-hmm. our upper deck. That was one of our dining hall, like one of our all you, all you can eat dining hall situations, right, right? And we had colored plates. It was like red, yellow. I want to say maybe black and sun up. Maybe I think red, yellow, and black are only three colors. Right. And so one of the things that this sorority had to do, you had to steal like ten mm-hmm. red plates because their colors were red. Right. So I, that's giving away too much of what the sorority was. I don't know, 
But I forget what I think all the y'all share the same damn colors. I don't know. <laughs> but she had this to steal like ten red plates right. from the upper deck. And it got to be a problem because when everyone's pledging to be in this sorority mm, and no. everyone keeps trying to steal ten red plates. Right. You lose all you your kinda plates. keep saying, like, hmm, why do we have a hundred and eight black plates, three hundred uh, blue plates and three red plates. <laughs> Where's the red plates going? So then we had to do a thing where it started getting into, like, they really started, like, checking the cameras. And, like, right. well, somebody I knew got in trouble because, you know, she was eating, you know, getting some food. Yeah. Like, she would get, like the, the thing was get dry foods. Eat the dry uh, foods off of it. So it's not, like, sauce or anything on it. Then right. just slip it in your bag and keep oh, going. Gosh. One person tried to do it, like, just take a stack of them and put it in her bag. And that was, like, that was really stupid, yeah, obviously. that was dumb. But other places, like, other girls would do it and decide it in there. And they started, like, catching them. Like, no, please open your bag. Take that plate out. Like, right. you're not right. taking our plates. We need our plates. <laughs> And see, that's and either, what I think I the other friends they did was like, yeah, they draw those like the sororities, like uh, Greek letter name or whatever, mm-hmm. on like every square of like cement, like on a sidewalk from like one location to another location, which spanned a really long fucking distance. Right. And I'm like, again, I'm too lazy for all that. I would never, right? So, yeah, and I it's just, that. and that's the, and see, it it kind of reminds me of like, I know. With this conversation, there will probably be a lot of people who are part of fraternities and sororities that will, like, comment and be like, well, we don't support that. We don't do that. That's not what we're about. We do so much good. And I do understand, but it's kind of like the thing about the bad apple ruins the bunch. If you know that this is going on, even if it's not in your chapter Mm -hmm. or whatever, I think that you should work hard within your organization to eradicate these practices because... It's those things, of course, like, it's just a psychological thing. Sometimes negative things stand out more in people's minds than positive things. So you could do so much in your community, but if a if a pledge is killed during a thing, now all that's, that's all that's ever going to stick out into someone's head. If you're doing negative, embarrassing things to people, that's all that to people who aren't in fraternities and sororities, that, that's what primarily sticks out in their head. It's not the... Oh, they did a lot for the community, or it was the brotherhood. It's like, no, they make people do weird, illegal stuff sometimes, and it's like, why? Like, I don't understand if this is supposed to be about community and bonding and stuff. Like, why would you make someone? I don't want brothers or sisters who would make me do something I could potentially lose my life or get in trouble for. Like, mm-hmm. that's not that's not someone who cares about you if they would even ever tell you to do something like that. And it's just, like, very weird to me. I don't know. It's just... Also, please I stop feel like, I don't. And, again, I don't know about fraternity stories in other places, but, like, I know for, like, in my school, it almost just felt like to be in a fraternity, like, it was like being at the popular table... And mm-hmm. you already know I don't care for that type of like behavior, you know, where it's right. like you act like you can you can't talk to people and all that kind of stuff. Right. And I knew a, I knew a few of them personally. I knew they were just I mean not personally as we were friends, but I knew some of them as like we had classes or like I knew you in a certain friend group or whatever. And like mm-hmm. a lot of them were really not great people, or they didn't have like the ideology yeah. of somebody who really even cared about other people. Right. So it was really weird when you would see them do this thing where like they're like, oh yeah, we're giving back to the community, so we're doing like a food drive. But you know all you you know no, half of you are not there for the right reasons. Yeah. Or yeah. I knew a, a, a few uh, fraternities and sororities who, uh, you know, to pay their dues and all that kind of stuff. And 
Oh, mm-hmm. they they were like, oh yeah, we're doing a thing. We're giving back. It was just throwing throwing a party you and like what? you know five dollars for guys or whatever for girls or whatever. And then using that money to pay for stuff. And it's like you you're not really do like the whole like idea of like people who got into fraternities and everything was like, oh yeah, we're giving back. But it's like, have you or not really giving back or doing anything positive for anybody? Right. You're just kind of being asses and you're getting money in a way you're not supposed to get it but you're trying to mask it under like oh we're doing this thing or we're doing a food drive or whatever and like no you don't give you don't care right you don't care about anybody or anything you're and you're in this like you know this gentleman's guy club you know they say like Mm -hmm. yeah you're like you're in the boys club and you're Mm -hmm. like ooh, look how cool we are and honestly i don't really care right cool and that's what and i think that was that was the primary reason why Connecticut College didn't like them is because of how easily it can turn into elitism or just pure exclusion. Like, which okay, again, you're why are you elite? You just right, and it's I don't like, get it. I don't know. It's like okay, you have a club, and I understand that you want to have pride in your club, and there's certain things that membership into that club will allow you to do that other people can do. I mean, that's with any organization like mock trial or like the um, pre-law society. We would go on certain trips and people not in the pre-law society wouldn't go, but that's because they're just not in the pre-law society. So certain exclusionary, you know, things definitely make sense. Like, of course, okay, you probably shouldn't be wearing the fraternity sorority jacket if you're not in it, because I mean, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of the jacket to show that, brotherhood but there's certain things where it's like in my opinion it becomes too far and that's what gives people a negative like taste in their mouth about it like I've seen plenty of times like someone would do a certain call or certain thing like you were about to do on TV or something, and then they would get attacked. You are only supposed to say those words or wear those colors if you are in this. But I'm like, first of all, don't you remember Amanda Seals got dragged because oh, yeah. she wore the pin? What was she? She was an AKA in uh, maybe I don't. Know. I think she was an AKA. I forget exactly what sorority she was. Her character in Insecure was that mm-hmm. in that sorority. So of course, to play that character, she wore a pin. And she got dragged for filth by the sor- a lot of people. Right, that pen is designated for people who were in the sort. But I'm like, she's an actress, and in this, sh- like, see, and that's where people like, that's where some people are like, you're being, un- you're being unreasonable, you're being unreasonable with that, and that's where it's like, okay, we understand that there's certain things that you did to get in the club, so you want people to quote unquote earn it earn it okay we understand that but then you do and say things that are just unreasonable like also Amanda Seals wasn't on the show like doing all the dances yeah. and like 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 and you act like she was just walking down the street her carriage it is a film obviously for a film to make it authentic because honestly if I'm an organization how do they feel if she was said I'm an AK and she walked out in like I don't know what they, like purple and de- white or a delta pit or so like yeah and it's like then you're like, oh wow, she's misrepresenting us. So it's like y'all right. gonna be mad in general. So you want nobody to be on TV to know. So you don't want no type of acknowledgement. I would want that acknowledgement. I would want that acknowledgement on a very popular TV show. And of course, I would want them to do it right. Like if we wear these pins, I would want the character to wear pins because that's what we do. Like it's not like she also did anything disrespectful. It's not like she wore like alpha clothes and then was in a scene just sucking dick. Like right, <laughs> that would be like. 
What are you talking would, about? That would be like any of us who graduated college or any type of school. And then me cursing out, um, oh gosh, what's her name in real life? Who played Legally Blonde? Yeah, that would be like me cursing her out for film. You did not graduate. Why would you have a cap and gown on for that graduation scene? (laughs) Because it's a graduation scene. Like, it would be so unreasonable. I worked hard in school and I want people like, because that would be the same thing. We worked hard in school to earn to be able to wear certain regalia. So if that's the case, we could say that no one is able to wear regalia on TV because they didn't earn it. Like it's different if like that's what I'm saying. Like I was like I would say drag if it was something like I don't know like tradition. Like let's say, and in the show Amanda Seals was identifying as Native American, right? And then she walked out in like you know a headdress or something like that. And then I'm like okay, appropriate to drag her because she's doing something that's culturally yeah. you should not be wearing it. This is a fraternity. Right. And also, I look at the, like, the, what's the purpose of them? So, fraternities and sororities were created as a place to foster academic, community service, and social initiatives that were unique to each chapter. Fraternities and sororities' lives are based on the tenets of friendship, leadership, scholarships, and philanthropy. But, you know, you know where it doesn't say that? To only just within each other. Because right. what's the point of joining a fraternity sorority and then just being dicks to everyone else around you? Yeah, it's, and that's why I feel, and that's, and I do feel like there's a lot of chapters who hold true to that. And that's why I feel like you should work hard to like disavow chapters who aren't doing that. Because I do know, like when I first got to college and learned about fraternity stuff, that's how I thought of like a place where it's kind of like people who are committed to a certain cause, whatever the cause is academic excellent community engagement with everybody that's what i think of so i'm like okay if this is supposed to be pretty much a group let's say the black fraternity this is supposed to be a group of pretty much showcasing black excellence and brotherhood why would i have to have sex and let you watch (laughs) in order to be into the because that happens i've heard of that oh no i've heard like people be like you gotta have sex but you gotta let us come in or like you gotta you did something wrong and you gotta strip down and you get paddled first of all i'm like this stuff is seeming very perverse some of them and this is another thing y'all have to watch who y'all are allowing to be leaders in y'all organizations because some of this stuff I think y'all are letting people who are just perverts. <laughs> I'm serious. Ooh. Like, oh, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Some of them because it's like, why are people having to strip down in front of you? Why? Are, why is any of your pledging revolving sex? Like, it's just what? Like, <laughs> it's just. <sighs> and I'm not saying that that's widespread, but I have heard. But once again. These are stories that stick out in your head. That's why you should make sure that it's not yeah, happening. I, I feel like, like pe- the people who need to be in fraternities and sororities are people, I wouldn't say, like, maybe not like us, because, I mean, I don't care about everybody, but, like, people who really do, like, want to make a difference or make a change. Right. But, like, I don't like the fact that people jump into sororities and fraternities for the purpose of, like, oh, I'm in a brotherhood, and now you can't be, like, it's like the you can't sit with us type mentality and it's like i don't want to nor do i care to right so have fun with your weird whatever y'all are doing (laughs) everybody sitting you know again like we're adults yeah also again too being a fraternity sorority when you like when you grow up in real life no one really cares i hate to say like no like i've never been passed up for a job because someone was an aka like they weren't like oh my god like this probably never happened right you know what i mean even though i do think that 
sometimes I mean, they look out for each other. So like, but you have if to hire a manager is an AKA and an AKA come to interview, it could bow well. For it could, you. yeah, because I do know that that happens because of like the networking aspect, but. I think even that's I don't know, but I know what you're saying. Is it's like but you have to be so uh, so averted of like observe. You should have joined the fraternity because they would have told you about the Shut the fuck up! Shut up! Anyway, I don't. You don't try to say it. it's not coming out. Like if you're in a fraternity or sorority and you're like. Really open about it, then they would know. Obviously, right. like you put on your resume. Yeah, most people. Do you put on your resume? Yeah, you put on your resume. Ugh, because you're weird. Of, and that's why I say there is a lot of. Well, I know a lot of them who don't got jobs. So, I mean, maybe it's not uh, help. Maybe you can take it off. That's <laughs> why I do think there are a lot of positives too. Because honestly, it is like a lot of employers do. They it can hold weight on your resume because mm. it's like an organization, and there's a lot of people who are higher up CEOs that are part of certain so it, it can bode well for you but it's just like and that's what mm. I don't know. And that's why I said that it is a lot of positives but sometimes certain people in your organization do certain things that heart to the stereotypes of why some people don't like it like for example I've seen some people it's just like okay it's an organization you're a part of and I understand being proud I've heard somebody this was recently I heard someone because someone in our family is a part of a Sorority. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about already. Right. And one of her friends that had I first of all, she was like, oh, here she go about to go to her coat stuff. She was just joking about <laughs> it. But she was joking, but she was also said like there are certain practices that make it just seem like it's going so overboard. Like, for example, I know in this particular chapter if you post mm, a, what? I was, I was, maybe you don't go I'm to, not gonna say it. I'm okay, gonna I was gonna say, hold on. I'm not, I'm not saying the, the what it is, but I do know, and I don't know if it's an organization or why thing, but say if you take a picture that's going up, like say there's an event and they take you submit a headshot for something, mm-hmm. you have to edit out any colors in your background that are other colors of another sorority or fraternity, even if you're not wearing them. Too much. That's what I'm saying. So it's <laughs> come you on. So much positive, but when you're doing stuff like that, people are like, get a life. Like it's just like it's too. Get get. Oh God, and, get over it. Some people, I'm like, okay, when you meet up with people, okay, do your little thing. But I don't know. I just feel like sometimes when some people join it, it literally becomes their lives. Like I'm seeing people in their wedding pictures. Doing it. I'm like, can you? Not- I mean, I would see like if it was like if you if you're with your like if your chapter your, mates or yeah, whatever, then but yeah. Not if you're with your husband or wife who's not part of the and you just <laughs> like, stop. Do I don't don't hand your signs? Maybe do it. I'm pretty sure some of your your what do they call it? Like your sorors and your what's what do they call it in fraternities? Like your your fellow. Oh. Your fratters. Fr- I don't know. I'm making that up. But, the fratters. <laughs> <laughs> And I can see, okay, if you're with your fellow brothers and they're at your wedding, and then you take a picture, y'all do that. But it's like, I don't right think now's I not the moment. see that in every, like, you're kissing, you, you're doing the first kiss. Yeah. Like, no, come on. I, I shouldn't see the, the sign next to your head. Yeah. Like, you're giving the rings, like, calm. It's, it's a little <laughs> much. It's a little much. Relax, but 
also to okay, I'm like this is the uh, outcry to fraternities and sororities. Can y'all have like two different greetings, please? Because some of y'all having the, like those loud greetings, <laughs> and like depending on where you are, I don't need this. Like I, I know, like I think I know the cues bark, and like I'm so sorry. Like if I'm sitting out at dinner, I don't need you to you go and you run into your cue friend and y'all. Oh, 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 okay, we're sorry. We are at a we are at a nicer restaurant. I don't need y'all to be out here sticking your tongues out doing the bark. Can you, right. So can y'all do like a, a inside and outside routine, right. please? Because yeah. no one need to hear all that. Exactly. Running around and screaming. Like, and like I don't want because I do want to have and I would love to redo this. Also, not thing. everyone cares about fraternities and sororities, so stop being weird towards other people. <laughs> so, but I would also love to do this again with a couple members because we know a few people are part of fraternities because. I, I don't want it to seem like this conversation is one side. That's why I've been trying to like also bring up a lot of the positives because I don't want it to seem. Actually, I don't know that I don't know if that side. person would come on the podcast. I mean, I think that he that person wants to come on the podcast, but I don't know if they'll have that conversation. You think because they'll be afraid? <laughs> well, not I'm not afraid, I but I think I think they relax. I would just say, I don't think probably certain the conversation. You know, how they have certain things where you can't. I feel like they wouldn't have like in depth conversation. I know what you're saying, but okay, so but we can, so we can probably hit the surface, general, but not go crazy. Yeah, we don't have to go into like examples of stories, but if they feel like they can speak towards more of the positive, or just like address the negative stories, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't have to go into like. Well, because I mean, they they personally given me those stories. Like I've talked to them about. Yeah, no, I don't stuff. no, I don't want them to come up. I'm not Leah, yeah, not like a, a shocking expose about what they be doing. I'm talking about like exposing uh, the the alphas and the Qs and right, the zetas. They're obviously people who decided to pledge. So you know, to see the positive aspects and see how maybe we can combat the negative, like where what role that's I guess that's what I would love because I don't want it to seem like. Oh, they just two people who are not for fraternities and they're just hating on for no, because I do see a lot of positive and fraternities and it wouldn't be something that I would be one hundred percent against, but like I think we we both agreed on there's just certain things like if I'm at a chapter and they told tell me to do something stupid that I feel like has no nothing to I do. I eat shaving my head. Why got shaving my head? I don't right, do that. And I'm like, no thank because perfect example, I know a friend, she's a part of um a sorority that's like very community service based. It's like a community, I guess you would call it a community service, but her pleasure involved, I think writing an essay, doing a certain amount of hours of community service, stuff like that. Those things seem like it makes sense to be pledged, but like go, go to the president office and twerk. Like, no, <laughs> no that has nothing to do with nothing. Twerk. Like, <laughs> But like I said, so I'm like, I see a lot of positives, but it's just like there's certain things that go on where I can see why some people are like, I feel weird about. It only takes a few sour grapes to make the whole bunch messed up. Mm -hmm. So like, I mean, yeah, like you can say that about almost anything. I mean, you can say that about people who go to college. Like, I mean, we're the prime examples of like, we went and learned a lot and like did something with it. But then, you, you know, other people who probably went and just didn't do anything and then they come back like oh college even though i think college is sort of kind of a scam but like (laughs) (laughs) you know for certain for othering reasons but like yeah but like you know you have some people come back and it's like oh it was a nightmare it was horrible x y and z he's like maybe you didn't go and do what you wanted to do see i went you went and we did what we wanted to do Mm -hmm. and you know we can still bitch and moan about it but 
you know, it was not like a thing where it's like, I'm going to warn everyone else. Like, my thing is when people ask me if you, if you should go to college, uh, sure, you probably should. Like, if you like, if you want, like, you know, if you want a certain job or whatever, but I'm also like, if I had a kid and they're like, I don't want to go to college. It's like, okay, you can go to a trade school. You can do something. Yeah, yeah, you know different. what I mean? Like, it's like, it doesn't really matter to me what you do. You got to do something. Do something. Not going to be a bum. I mean, you, you can do that outside of my house. Because if I come home a few a few weeks in a row and you just out here just, ah, look, look what this person just posted. <laughs> the door. Yeah, the door. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's like... Lord. But yeah, so it's like, yeah, the whole... I don't know. Like, yeah, there's... But, but one thing I do notice, maybe they... Because I, the person that I know that is a part of a sorority... She joined later, kind of like through graduate school, mm-hmm. and you know, like there's of course a lot of the chapters meeting is more so kind of like post graduate people, like I mean college people are adults too. But I was about to say adults, <laughs> but you know what I mean, like, and I don't tend to see that stuff. I'm starting to think where the organizations need to crack down on mm-hmm. is the college level, the college level. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's where you're starting to see a lot of the issue. Well, yeah, I mean, because you have a whole bunch of people who just freshly just, got, you know, stopped suckling their mom's teeth and coming to school and then, <laughs> you know, acting a fool. And then, like, I'm in a fraternity or sorority. It's like, yeah, maybe check on them. Right, right. right. <laughs> we need to help them. Right, uh, oh, goodness. Gosh, but I, I, had a, I had, a, like, a small uh, rant. I had a rant, too. I forgot. But I'll, I'll do mine. I'll, I'll, you forgot yours. Yeah, I got to rethink about it, so go ahead and do Okay. Okay. Um, it's not that much. It's like okay. So, God, this is gonna be a little longer than I thought it was gonna be. But um, someone who I grew up with, and they're like they're obviously older than me. Um, they attempted to take themselves out the out the planet, uh, recently, and I was having a conversation with a family member who was making a lot of statements of like you know they're they only you only attempted to get attention. What? Yeah, it was, I'll tell you about that off the podcast. But they were really, like, making a lot of, like, I mean, they were telling me about this. But they were like, you know, you only do that if you want attention. Like, if you want to, like, you know, kind of get yourself out of here, you could. And stuff like that. And I just want to remind everyone. Um, I just want to remind everybody that just be careful with the things you say. A lot of times people who do attempt and also don't go through with it, that also might be not to get attention, but that might be to... In a way, gather attention to say, "Hey, I'm not doing well, and I don't know how to express that right, kind of right. stuff." Um, so again, check on your strong friends, check on your weak friends, check on people who you're who are just in your lives in general, right. because you never really know what someone's going through, and they don't know. And especially a lot of our older black men, they don't have that type of like. I don't know, not knowledge, but like they don't have that type of yeah emotional maturity to actually reach out when they need to reach out and say, hey, this is something that's really affecting me. So it's not your time to shine. Don't say that stuff like that. You never know. You know, you never know. Also, you never know the person you're talking to. That might be something that's going on in person in their lives, and to hear them say that is very discouraging as well. So, you know, just be mindful with the things that you say. You know, it's you never really know what someone's going through in general. Yeah. So just you know, just get people the benefit of the doubt. Right. Really, just get somebody the benefit of the doubt, and just you know what I mean. Right. Just 
Shut up sometimes. Just be kind to one another. That's the biggest thing. Be kind. Be empathetic. Learn the difference between sympathy and empathy. That's what the world needs more of. We don't have enough empathy. Mm-hmm. And realize that certain things in life is not just about toughening up. Like, that's just not what it's about. You like you can't just you can't tough out depression. Right, right. <laughs> can't just oh let's just go outside like yes. I mean sometimes just going outside does help. Yeah, but other than that, no, you can't just I, I you can't just fight it away. Sometimes like you know just right. be mindful of what you say. If you need people to talk to, find someone to talk to. Right. You know. They have hotlines. They have what is it? BetterHelp.com. dot com. So. Yeah. You know stuff like that. Like you can you can find a way. Mm-hmm. You know you don't have to fully go to therapy because therapy is expensive. Yeah. So, <laughs> not yeah. suggesting that all the time. Right. And, and if you think you do need therapy, check your insurance because sometimes a lot more insurances do cover. They if, do. If you have insurance, you have good insurance. Yeah. They'll, they'll cover it. If not, right. find a friend. Mm-hmm. Get one. Tinder and... Find the right friend, because some friends... Yeah, I was going to say, just like the, the friend we were talking about, they wasn't a good friend for that one. <laughs> but yeah, and um, everyone... So yeah, follow us on the social medias, on Twitter, Instagram, uh, sometimes YouTube, Codename Z... Okay, anyway, Codename Z Pod. We're going to YouTube, we start doing a face. We'll do a face reveal. Yeah, not a face Y'all don't know what we look like, guys. <laughs> well, I just realized my mic is off, so you're hearing me from far away. Wow. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>